Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. The boss is very upset here on the Smarticle Podcast. Pat Meaty and Brandon have been having some technical issues, so we definitely need five seconds of silence before we get going. Your five seconds brought to you by the Smarticle Podcast. All right, here we go. Happy Lenten season to you and yours. This is your headline. 25 great things you can do for Lent besides giving up chocolate. This is from my new favorite website, Busted Halo. Faith shared joyfully. The great Rene Leroux brings us this article. Welcome to Busted Halo, Brandon. Oh, thanks, Larry. Uh, Busted, you went full Catholic on me today. I really appreciate I that. I was like, I wow, Larry went full Catholic. I didn't even know I got here. The Holy Spirit just led me to the Catholics. Sure. I love it. Uh, so you're this. not going to, you don't, you don't, there's not, there's no such thing there's as a woke. No, there's no woke. And there's, there's no way you could be woke on the busted halo thing. Okay. No. All right. All right. As you know, Ash Wednesday marks the beginning of Lent, the 40 days of preparation for the Easter season. When Christians are called to deepen their spiritual lives through the practices of fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. I do feel like it's worth sharing the story before we get into this. I've shared it before in the Smarticle podcast. The very first time I met Brandon, I did not meet Brandon because my wife was his friend and they were going to church together. And she would say, hey, you can't meet my friend Brandon because for Lent, he's giving up people. So every time <laughs> I'd go to church to meet you, you had already left because you gave up people for the first Lent that I somewhat knew you. So you are a follower of the Lenten practice, Brandon. Yes, Larry. I gave up people because I felt like it was important not to just take things off. A lot of people during Lent, so Lent is a season of 40 days uh, before Easter. Depends on which tradition you come from, but the Eastern Orthodox do it a little differently. The Catholics do it a little bit differently, but it's basically 40 days before Easter Sunday. And it's most people think about Lent or their Lenten practice is to give up something. A lot of people give up candy or give chocolate. up chocolate, right? Or coffee. give up coffee. Right. Well, I decided a long time ago that I didn't like that idea, and I decided I was gonna, I was going to give up something or take on something. So I was either gonna maybe I was gonna do more service with for people. I was gonna you know I don't know work at a food bank or whatever, or I was for gonna give up something that was yeah. Well, no, not forty days, but like more than I would normally. Maybe once a week or something. I wow. would do that. It's nice and, of you. And so for me, giving up people was a real challenge. I wanted to challenge myself to do something. That well, I'm a very social person. I get a lot of energy from people. And so by giving up people, it forced me to be very conscious of what I was doing. So I would go, obviously, I would go to work and obviously I would, but I was just consciously removing social time from my life. That's what I was doing. I was removing social time from my life. And this is uh, just as a point of information, this is in the heyday of your social life. You weren't married. You didn't have kids. Right. Yeah. You're out mucking it up with the people who go to church. You always had to lead the charge for dinner. You were like, yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. And you gave up people. And I gave up people for 40 days. And it was really hard and challenging. I'd like to say I did a, a perfect job of it, but I didn't. I mean, I, I definitely would, there would be times where I would hang out with people or whatever, but I mean, it was, it was, it made me focus on what the season was all about. I don't know if you've ever done anything like that. Have you ever taken on uh, something that, that's that challenging for you? Of course. I guess we gave up people too. You inspired us. Me and when I got married, we eventually for Lent one year gave up people. Really? We didn't do anything I, don't remember you, I don't remember you doing that. That's well, fantastic. You should have, gotten to, should have gotten to know me a little bit better. I guess I should have. I should have known you better. 
you know, and, and part of this article talks about sort of a re that Lent is a period of time to sort of reaffirm faith. So in whatever way that looks like for you, this is obviously a very Catholic bent in this. The one thing that I, t- I actually kind of went down a rabbit hole in this article because there was a whole video on, on why we confess our sins to a priest. Hey-o. I was raised Catholic and I never liked confession. I always thought it was really weird and I didn't want to do it, but I did. And so I, you know, when I had to, when you're forced to basically, when you're confirmed and whatever, but since then I've never gone to confession, but it kind of, I kind of think I need to go to confession. I kind of feel like I need to seek absolution. Let's just do it right here. Let's just do it right here. Come on. Yeah. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Welcome to the confessional. Larry, do you have something you need to confess to all of us? No, no, you confess to me. I'm the priest. I think you more likely have something to confess than I But you're the one that said you want to go to confession and I'm offering you a spot. Well, I don't feel like that's in the spirit of what we're talking about here, Larry. Uh, it, it's the confession to a priest is that you confess. You don't necessarily need to dump out all your emotional. Well, dear Father, on please forgive me. I have had lustful thoughts over the woman that works at Taco Bell. Have you? I'm just. I'm giving an example. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if that. I mean, yes, certainly, but I think that there is something to be said about confessing the stuff that's in our heart to people. To at least one person. I do think there's some real power in that. And I haven't done a great job of that. So maybe I need to look into that this season of life. Your father, please forgive me. I had 12 different parlays on the Super Bowl. I I don't. Is that a confession? Do you I don't know. I'm trying. That? I'm just giving. I think example. it'd be like an example of a confession would be, hey, you know what? I've been, I've been kind of mean to my partner at work. And I, I haven't been very loving and very kind. And I, I can't admit it but I want to admit it to you, father, or I've been not very nice to my wife or my kids or whatever, or I haven't, you know, I don't know. I cheated on my taxes or whatever it is that you did. I mean, I I think it's different for everybody. I mean, there's, there are certain things that I think people really struggle with that others don't. I don't struggle with cheating on my taxes because I don't have a lot of money, so I don't have to cheat on my taxes, but that might be an example. As you know, I have a love hate relationship with some of the spiritual practices to go on in this country. Uh, I have have a love-hate relationship with Lent because I feel like in the good old days, back when you were giving up people, you would go to church and the girl next to you, you'd be like, what are you giving up for Lent? Oh my God, I'm giving up coffee and Chardonnay for Lent. Like, you're like, okay, she sounds like a valley girl. But we are living in the matrix. People roll around in this world like freaking zombies. So if for 40 days you take something important out of your life that you would normally do, you're going to stop being a zombie for 40 days. It is really hard for me to give up coffee. I almost don't think I could do it for Lent because I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. It is it, it like knocks me off my feet. Yeah. See, that's the thing about it. It's like it's, it's not supposed to be a punishment. It's supposed to be something that draws you when you're yes. struggling with it, that you yes. remember why you're doing what you're doing. So, I, you know, I mean, perhaps one would say if you're going to give up coffee, you don't just give it up all at once for Lent. No, I'm saying that I think sometimes people take it to the extreme and I'm not sure that's the point. The coolest Lenten practice that I ever had was at a church where for one week of the Lenten season, I think it was the last one, they did the beans and rice challenge and you ate what the average person around the world ate, which is less than a dollar a day. And you can only eat beans and rice basically for seven days. That's every meal is beans and rice. And it is a brutal seven days. But by the way, that's what most 80% of the world lives on. Is beans and rice? Yep. Wow. 
literally refried beans. Maybe maybe we should take on the beans and rice uh, challenge. Hey, hey man, don't don't not say that unless you're prepared to suffer because it is brutal. We used to do it with our neighbors on our street, and we would see each other like a Tuesday, and you used to have a headache, and you can't can't work out. It's just oh my god. Once again, sound like a Tolo Valley girl. I couldn't work out. I didn't have any coffee. My life sucked. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's interesting, though. But I do think there is something to be said about Lent is being aware of. We, we just spent so much of our life kind of going through the motions, right? We just yeah, kind of get up and go through the motions. we the Matrix. I told yeah. you this. And it's, it's like finding a way to, at one point to wake up out of the pot like neo does that one time just 40 days out of the year we wake up out of the pod and we say hey man there's there's more to this than how i've been living my life so i think that yeah there's something to that can can you be non-religious and do this uh i guess sure i mean anybody could like choose a time that they want to do something like this i don't see why you couldn't be religious and not do this i know it just wouldn't make sense that you're like uh uh you know, whatever you call yourself, devil worshiper. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to practice Lent. I'm going to give something up. You still become a better human being, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, Larry, this year for Lent, maybe, you know, I haven't really thought about it. Tomorrow starts Ash Wednesday. This this will actually drop on Ash Wednesday. We're recording mm. the day before Ash Wednesday. And I hadn't really thought too much about what I was going to do. So I'm going to have to spend some time tonight and today thinking about what it is that I'm going to give up for Lent or take on for Lent. So maybe when we do our God Talk Friday episode, both of us will maybe express what it is that we think we're going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I've already given it up. What are you going to do? I'm not going to yell at you for Lent. That's what I'm giving up. That's impossible. I'm giving up yelling at you for Lent. There's no way you could do that. And I'm going to pray for you that you can, (laughs) but if you fall apart during that, I absolve you. Larry, I'd like to thank you for teaching us once again to take on things, to give up things, but to be Uh aware that we are in the matrix and we need to stop it every once in a while.